Well, let's head back to NASCAR. We've been promising you this Clint Boyer interview, and you've seen the segments on TV. They played today, I think, twice. The one being Clint Boyer is what they call it. And this interview is right up that very same alley. So just (laughs) there's really no way to intro it. Just enjoy this bit with the freaks and NASCAR driver Clint Boyer. Could you hang with the big boys, with the big huevos, in off-road? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it was just, you know, it kind of combines both of, of my uh, racing experiences, motocross and car racing, into one. You know, there's there's jumps, uh, there's corners, and there's dirt. I ran a lot of dirt racing growing up, so it, it would be fun. It's something I've always wanted to, to try, and but unfortunately, my day job uh, gets in the way of a lot of that. But you guys have been covering a lot of it, so that's, that's what brought that question up. You didn't do a very good job of leading into how we come up with that i didn't just pull that out of the the clear blue air but uh i got tony stewart trying to school me how to do a television interview now you're trying to school me on how to do a radio interview why would he television you don't do any television do you do a lot of television for mav tv nbc sports cbs i thought we let crash with the television face do all that leave you with with the radio interviews but uh (laughs) that's funny hold on a second off mic you said you haven't seen a better looking man than kenny Sargent ever no, you asked me if I've seen better looking man, and my answer was absolutely. <laughs> Crash looks uh, exceptionally well, though. You were pretty pissed off that Jimmy Johnson got another grandfather clock at Martinsville. Of all the trophies in NASCAR, you got guitars, grandfather clocks, six shooters here. Which one is on your bucket list must have? Championship trophy. That's the only one that matters. All the rest of these just get get you there you know pave the road to there but that championship trophy at the end of the year is what we all do this for and you know hopefully uh we, we can do that someday and last year didn't quite turn out the way you wanted to were you pissed or were you just like whatever i got another year no i mean it was definitely frustrating but i mean it was it was an you know an extremely good year for us first year out um new team new organization new manufacturer i mean just everything was new so it was a it was a great year for us um to finish second at the end of the year was good we had one bad weekend you know, unfortunately, it was a it was a really bad one. But uh, you know, I mean, I'll take that any day any day of the week. Clint Boyer joined Speed Freaks. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, standing up here in his holler as he's playing with his sponsor's bottle. I want to talk about a conversation that we had with you okay. back in back in Phoenix about how there are certain drivers that you might want to take out legitimately, and certain drivers that you don't even want to bother with on the track. Do you still have those ideas of some of those drivers where you come up on them and turn three or four here at Texas and go, I need to stay the hell away from this guy? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of those guys. And, you know, it can be, it's been me. I've been that guy, you know. It's usually the guy that's cards loose, he's out of control. You're like, and he's taking up the whole racetrack. You know, he'll go in on the bottom, slide clear to the top, and come off the bottom just because it's the car is driving that bad and everybody's been there and, and you know you'll come up on that guy you're like where do i pass him <laughs> throw the caution he's gonna wreck you know he's gonna be the caution help this poor guy out i mean we've all had that uh but but you just gotta tiptoe by him and and gesture i mean there's been several times where you know guys about have busted their butt in front of you and you get around him and you're like <laughs> yeah you know you know, gesture him out the window like that was a great save. Give him thumbs up or something. So sometimes you give him another gesture. How could, this p- isn't peace. Ask Danica. Ask Danica what this means. In right. England, the peace sign means what the middle finger means here in the states. I, we're in the United States. I don't know. We're. I, I don't know what what means what over there. So I'm not even going to engage in this conversation. But but you can pretend like you're the nice there was guy. A lot, of, a lot of things that I was thinking you were going to say and i was like yeah what i just stayed completely away from it so whatever happens whatever that means in england we have a lot of those gestures it means you know sometimes the middle finger means more than you know yeah number one 
Who would be the quickest of all the drivers to, to drop the middle finger first? Whoever gets hit in the rear, it's it's pretty much uniform across the board. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if if you hit a guy in a corner, usually you can expect a, a, a you know kind gesture out the window. But Will Power with IndyCar dropped the double bird. Yeah, Have you seen one, the double bird in NASCAR? That's new meaning. That's a whole new level of pissed offness. I mean, it's... He was maxed out on the pissed off meter right there. That was that was intense. Saw Kyle Busch do it double double, but that was just didn't. I don't know. That just didn't do a whole lot for me. Now Will Powers that had a lot of power behind it. Let me tell you. Was Phoenix last year a double bird weekend for Clint Boyer? No, that was that was a lot of a lot of way worse things than double. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even think about flipping him off. That's that's. <laughs> It was way past that. That's something you do if a guy cuts you off or something. He tried to kill me. Yeah. Would it, did that make you speechless again? This no. is an incredible interview. It's not speechless. I want you to follow up with more of that. He tried to kill me, you bastard. Clint, when have we had a straight interview over the last six or seven years? Why do you, And you say this every time. Boy, this interview is going nowhere, and it's some of the greatest audio that yeah, we've had. Wants a, a, who wants the vanilla, corporate, regular interview? It's, it's boring. Nobody wants to listen to it. And, you, and you'll lose ratings. Your viewership will go down. You don't have viewership. Your uh, listeners will go down. Mm-hmm. And it'll be devastation. You'll be back to... Uh, what did you do before this? I've been in radio for 25 years. See? Mike. I've been in radio for 25 years. See? Can't you tell? <laughs> I can't even put the microphone in front of my face. I'm getting slammed by both of you. Katie's going to be... I wish this was a television show so people could see <laughs> what you look like right now. The microphone, ladies and gentlemen, broke. So now we're, we're down to this high-dollar radio station with the handheld voice recorder. It Does Does it have a tape deck in front of it? No. A no, tape deck? No, no cassette. But, a dat recorder? Uh, somehow he has one earpiece in, and we're talking in the end of this thing. It's it's just borderline uncomfortable. Well, your PR people have known Speed Freaks for a long time as well. Katie behind you. That's why she's recording this interview to make sure to make sure that there aren't some things dropped in there that uh, Toyota and Gander Gander may not enjoy. It'd be Gander Mountain. <laughs> you should have saved me. Quite the sportsman, are we? Do you own any camouflage? Anything camo? Yes, I do. What is no, it? You do not. What does she know about my camo attire? You're so screwed. You give me your man card right now. Right now, give me your man card. It's part of being a man to have camouflage. She wouldn't know what camo was if she was non on it. She trusts me. As pretty as she is, she definitely is well aware of what camouflage is. What the f is that supposed to mean? You think that I don't have any association with the wildlife? This huh? is awesome. My dad. Somehow in this interview, I have created a storm, a, a fight. In between this relationship, this is great. Keep it up. Keep yeah. going. No, my dad was president of Ducks Unlimited. See? He used to hunt ducks. See, you I know, know camel. What a duck looks like. Listen, you old bastard. I had an old man that had had the quickest shot no. in Carrollton. No, I said, you know what a duck looks. Yeah, I know what a duck looks like. We all had an old man. We all I had an old. Dead. Listen. That's how that works. I had an old man that melted his metal on the stove. and then, Is somebody calling you? No, i got to do this call. Is this it? Yeah. All right, we'll pick it up next time about do I know what a duck is. <laughs> no, answer it right now. Yes, I know what a duck is. Okay. Mounted the freaking green head, my fave. All right. Relax. Good job. <laughs> yes, I know what a duck is. The That's funny thing crazy. is, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Three adults. <laughs> I, you know what a duck is? No, what's a duck? <laughs> duck, wow. duck, goose. The funny thing is, though, Kenny was just getting ready to talk about how his dad melted metal over the stove to make his own homemade bullets, and 
he couldn't even get to that. So Clint only thinks that the interview ended in the back of his head of Kenny not knowing at all what hunting is. So it's kind of good. He melted metal on the stove yeah. to make his own bullets. Yeah, wow. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty insane. We need to get that story from That's Kenny when he gets intense. back in here. Yeah. Homemade bullets. Home, home, okay. Well, well, back in the day. Not now. Oh, yeah, you're the, right. You're right. We, this could just go somewhere that is not good for yeah, the speed right, freaks in our future employment. Good. Yeah, right. <laughs> the NRA had a convention in Texas this weekend, by the way. That's right. Okay. That, that was in Houston, though. That it was, yeah. It wasn't in Dallas or Carrollton, though. No, but I heard that they just announced Dallas as one of their future sites and Indianapolis. I'm like, oh. I'm sure. just blown away. Joy, joy, joy. Mm, yeah, yeah, we are not an NRA show. We will no. move on from that. But anyway, Clint Boyer, as always, being Clint Boyer, he is just one heck of a nut. Can't wait till he wins a championship because that's going to be one heck of a party. Came close last year. Yeah, well, they, you know, they, they had a pretty serious party when uh, Brad Keselowski won last oh, yeah. year. I mean, the party that started <laughs> before he got the before he got the trophy. He shows up to get the trophy after he'd already downed how many. 30, 40 ounces of beer. And that's putting it mildly. <laughs> mildly, yeah, yeah. Who knows how many he really had. Yeah, he gets out of, practically gets out of the car and he's already done away with <laughs> <laughs> Which have at it. That's so cool. I still get mad at some of the fans who got upset saying that he was setting a bad example for younger fans. You know what? <laughs> no. At that point, if your kids are up at 11 p.m. watching somebody drink a beer on TV, you might have them up too late. Yeah, not only that, but they're probably in their own room watching something that would shock you yeah. on cable TV. A lot Keep worse the than baby. A lot worse than drinking a beer. Yeah, right, exactly. And that doesn't include what you watched on the soap operas that morning. <laughs> so g- g- give it a rest. Or on Dr. Phil or <laughs> Yeah, right, what. exactly.